episode number 120 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you're looking awful dapper today. You've got a white shirt on. Is, is there any particular wow. occasion? Is it? Oh, it's uh, a, it's a, pol- a, it's a end, it? Well, it's a Polish shirt. That's it. Just a day at work, you know. That's it. This is my office now. That's what's weird. I'm stood at my, I'm stood at my office, such as they're working from home. A lot of the listeners will know. But um, you're you, working a late that? one then. It's half past seven tonight. Why, why you still get your work clothes on? Uh, you know, what can I say? The day just blends into one when you've got, I find when you've got a desk at home, you can just, uh, no, I, I actually haven't. I, I got on, I was on the treadmill just now. Um, uh, you sure? Chan- <laughs> Chan- well, no, channeling my inner Kyle, I jumped on the treadmill for 50 minutes and then I, uh, yeah, it was, it was in a bit of a rush to get on. So I just grabbed the stuff I was wearing earlier, which is, and uh, you know, what? I've got to apologize publicly. I've, I, I told Tom seven and it's now 25 past. Seven. I'm not even a tea listeners. This is a yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, I'm meeting Tommy's Tommy's time tonight, and uh, so so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to be short and sharp tonight, folks. And some of you probably quite like the short and sharpness. It saves us rambling. Well, certainly me rambling gibberish to y'all. So I tell uh, you what, Carl. Though it feels like I mean, it's one of those weeks. I had a. You know, we we spend all day and looking at staring at a computer screen at work. And then last night we had a, our Metro Admin Committee meeting, which was a great meeting with some really good stuff. But again, it's an evening on Zoom. I'm jumping on tonight, an evening on Zoom with you. That this is the world we live in now. It's everything's virtual. Wow. And it's it's good you can connect with people, but sometimes you just want to get away from a screen, you know. Well, that this is it. And so, I mean, I tell you what, Tommy, what you need to do, right? Is get on your treadmill because I'm not going on any fucking treadmill again. <laughs> and, and get, grab your Zoom, get, grab your laptop, and we can do like a, you know, a workout with Tommy live on on TRS. Yeah, we should do that sometime. That's a good show. Well, yeah, let's do that one week. I would like that. But anyway, well, let's. Speaking of treadmill running, right? How? What we're now we've got ten days out. How's the? How are your legs? How are you feeling? Treadmill's a swear word now to me. Um, I'm, I don't <laughs> like that word. I was walking. I'm back at work now, folks, and I walked past the elusive treadmill that that haunted me for 18 hours. Uh, and you know, I just, I just can't go near that thing again. You know, it's uh, we're 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 done. Me, treadmill and Kyle are are done for 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 the time being. Um, but you know, in all seriousness, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Um, you know, don't ask me the question if I'll do it again. I'm, I don't know yet. Uh, but people have asked me that, and I've said, I've said, I've, you've got to ask only Kyle can answer that question. Have you not spoken to him about it? I said, well, no. I mean, that's not funny enough. That's not the first thing I asked him. Would you do it again? <laughs> Thought I'd give him a couple of weeks. Exactly. Well, let, okay. Well, I tell you what. Then I'll give you the short answer. It's not really a short answer. Is. Uh, if I was to do it again, I wouldn't make a big song and, you know, big song and dance out of it. I think I'll just do it, you know, like on the sly, you know, just do it in, in, in the shadows this time. And there's less pressure, there's less, uh, you know, hype. Get a cheeky wee virtual going if folk want to watch it. But uh, but not make, you know, really, hopefully other things happen in the, the world of running, the running calendar, that I won't have to just, you know, give everyone a big build up this time. Uh, <laughs> so, so, are you, uh, so uh, well, actually, what? So, two questions: How a, how are you? What are you walking? Have you run? Are you? Is your hip still sore? So that's question one. And second question is: How are you feeling about it now? Are you have you as you've reflected on it an extra week? Well, first, I'll answer your first question. Um, I, I went for my first run yesterday. Ah, oh, nice. I, so I, well, Debbie and I went for went for a wee buggy run. Uh, we call it Egg Hill. The, the hill nearby. You've got to drive a few miles to get there. So we took out and about uh, with us, started running on the flat and then there's a big hill. Debbie was kind enough to, to push the buggy first. Uh, I was potentially going to use it as a Zimmer frame for the first kind of few miles, but you know, uh, Debbie wanted it first for the first couple of miles. So I went, oh, I, I gave her a wee head start because I was too busy trying to tie my shoelaces. Uh, and all of a sudden, like, I went off and I thought, wow, I feel great. I feel absolutely fine here. I'm bouncing along. And then at about 200 meters later, boom, I just felt like hour 14, you know. Oh, <laughs> but without, hour 14 without the hip pain. So it wasn't that bad. Um, but I can okay. still feel the, the kind of inflammation in the, the right hip flexor. 
Um, but it's it's not. I I don't think it's injury. You know, it's, it's something to worry about. It's just some sort of inflammation, tightness, something. Something's not right. Weakness uh, that I'm going to have to address at some point. But uh, yeah, it was good, really good. To, four and a half miles I did, Tommy. Uh, nine and a half minute miles. In fact, four and a half minute miles, I just say. Four, four and a half miles, uh, but just over nine minute miles with, with some elevation in there on the trail. I probably was a bit faster because I left the phone in the buggy, you see. So I went, mm. for, you know, I went off a little bit further and came back sometimes uh, with a buggy well, without the, to, to make sure Debbie was fine. So it was a really easy run. It was uh, just good to get the legs moving. And it just gave, you know, it just gave me a, it just opened, you know, just make, gets, you, gets you thinking again of what you want to do. And that was probably the first sort of time I've thought about, oh, what could I do? Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think I would like to do some sort of 24-hour event, but I just... I would like to do it in a race format without any worry about distance, just to go and just relax into it, run at a certain pace. Don't run at like crazy pace for the first hundred miles or, or vice versa, you know, do a hundred miles on, on the track, go for a time and just see what I can, see what I can hit, see what I can lay down and take what, it from there. Tommy. What can I be blunt? Why are you messing about with that sort of distance? Get what's wrong with hundred K you're good at it, man. Honestly, why, why not? Why not? Why not double down on something you're good at? I should have said I would do a hundred. Yeah, a hundred k too. Yeah, I would like to continue with that. I don't want to just go right. all the way up to twenty four hours. You know. Okay, um, I thought you were going to like. Was that that was you? You were now a twenty four hour. No, no, no. I mean, I, I don't. Even, to be fair, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really shown that I can run twenty four hours yet. You know, there hasn't really been well, a. You, you should. You can. Sure, you can run eighteen. <laughs> well, <laughs> 17 miles 17 hours oh, I mean yeah but you've gone I mean you've gone you've, you've gone I mean you've gone 24 hours I mean UTMB I still think UTMB was a hell of a, hell of a run to be honest uh, you know that you've gone and you take the difference between UTMB is okay it was 110 miles 10,000 metres of ascent people forget and descent as we said at the time that you know that so there's that is on your CV you've got your the treadmill on the CV all these good things but I still think your best performance is at the the 100k and right. there's you know there's British opportunities there there is uh, and well there was there isn't really much at the moment um, the British 100k champs in September it was postponed until September that's now cancelled so yeah next year though I think I'll mm-hmm. I'll I think, but I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll go, I'll kind of rewind back a wee bit. So I'm going to start off doing short distance again, just like, just for training and just, there's not, nothing happening anyway, but I'd like just mm. to get faster, just get a bit of speed back in my legs, get some strength, almost because I've broken my body down so much, it, I want to kind of rebuild it and make it stronger. Um, so, so I'm looking forward to just, I've, I've been doing up my garage, Tommy, in the, at the weekend. It's now painted. Uh, the treadmill's there. Oh, nice. and, uh, I'm going to get a squat rack. I'm going to get some dump, dumbbells, kettlebells, bands. And it's nice. just going to be a fully kitted gym uh, for, for personal training clients and, uh, and also for, for us as well to, you know, just hop in the garage and, you know, get, get massive, you know. <laughs> so that's going to be yeah. exciting. Uh, nice. But that's an opportunity to really work on just – kind of power, um, but also mobility, flexibility, just all the things that we kind of should be doing. And I'm quite, I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm looking forward to like reducing the mileage and just doing shorter, shorter sessions that aren't as time consuming, especially now that I'm back at work and it's going to be a busy kind of few months for me. And uh, so that's going to be quite, quite exciting. And uh, yeah, and and, you know, there's, there's still a bit of mileage if you still want to get quick at 5k, 10k stuff, but Hopefully the winter will give me an opportunity to, you know, build on next year and, and, you know, go longer again and hopefully excel at that again. So that's it. I think that's the kind of plan I'm going for, Tommy. Uh, nice. Yeah, hopefully that answers your question. The, what was it? Did, did I answer your second part? Uh, not really, no. So, I mean, how, how do you reflect on it? We spoke a lot last week about, you know, and rightly so, how proud you were of, of you know of of the what you you know the, the money for charity and the, and the way you're changing kids' lives, which is is admirable. But you know how are you reflecting that now? Because you know um, are you have you have you mulled it over? Any you, you got any more any any more thoughts on on it as an event? 
Um, not really. Or understanding no. of the hip. I mean, have you seen a physio? The, the hip, you know? uh, no, good question. Yeah, I mean, the hip. I think I I I probably don't have much more th- thoughts than last week. Really, um, I'm I'm still not sure what the the issue is with the hip, and I probably I might never know. I might never know what what it is or what it was. It could. It might, it might be that if I was to run outside on the track or on the road or trail, it might not get the pain in the hip. It might be the way that you run on the treadmill. So, um, but it's an opportunity, as, kind of as I mentioned, is to just work on the weaknesses and work on whatever that was. Hopefully there's something not right. If it's maybe I'm, sit, I'm not sitting as much now because I'm, I'm, you know, I've been furloughed for I'm a while. Yeah. Uh, I'm back to work and I'm going to be a lot more mobile at work than, than before. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the overall event. I think you know, I really enjoyed the lay. You know, the whole thing. I enjoyed the cover. You know, the cut. Hopefully, everyone enjoyed the coverage. Um, I would like to do something like that again. But I think, um, yeah, I, I, I think I don't. I'm not really. I don't regret the train. You know, the lack. But I, I did put in quite a lot of training. Um, the only potential regret is maybe running longer in the treadmill, you know, going up to eight hours on the treadmill. Maybe, um, you know, doing doing maybe a few more long, long, long runs outside uh, just to get used to the, the feeling. But other than that, I'm not really, I, I, I don't really know. I don't think there's much more I could have done, really, other than I, I started, you know, I was doing a bit of strength work. Maybe not that much, maybe not much mobility, but should I be doing more of that? Maybe. Maybe I should have done more of that. That might have helped um, than what I was doing. I was just mainly doing kind of like body weight stuff rather than any particular weights. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, as someone who I say, I've got zero expertise on, on ultra running. Looking at the outside, I think I would be, if I, if I'd be interested to see how your hip would be on a, six-hour treadmill run and that, although i say that that would be i don't know how you actually do that because that would be brutal in training to do that but that seems like the only i just i can only imagine that it's something that has that is the, the form on the treadmill perhaps has caused that and because yeah. you know you're not going that long on a treadmill understandably because i, I, I actually looked through zach Butter's training in the build-up to your uh challenge and he didn't go that long on a treadmill you probably looked as well he yeah. was doing like 25 miles on the treadmill yeah He's like a, you know, he's the world record holder for the hundred mile outside. So yeah, he's got even a a, a slow run that could just have been a jog for Tom, uh, not Tommy, Zach. Yeah, you know, I don't, I, think, got, I, actually, I don't think it was mate. I think he was. Uh, he went through halfway in seven oh three pace. Ooh, yeah. So I think That's he had a bit swift, of a fade. Eh? Yeah. Aye. Well, I've got a question for you, Tommy. Um, what about you? Do you think? You you would do a crazy b hack like that, you know, and, and obviously we've got your actual runs, uh, you know, like your your marathon training. But I got a I got a message from Neil Proven. Uh, he he messaged me, but he um he's got a, a cheeky wee idea for you. Uh, now I'm gonna read this out. Yeah, he thought he'd share his own Guinness World Record idea. He'd always said, if I was going to collect for chariot, it'd have to be something remarkable, as my friends and colleagues wouldn't bat an eyelid at the mar- running a marathon <laughs> and taking on an Ironman. However, having done many miles chasing sheep in my wellies, don't ask, he says, I, I, I am going to, uh, why, why, why were you chasing sheep in your wellies? Uh, it occurred to me to see if there was a Guinness record for running a marathon in wellie boots. It turns out there was. And at the time, it stood at Eminently achievable for 30 minutes. Game on, I thought. Then along came this physio and ran three hours 15 at London 2017. About my reach, probably. So maybe one for someone with more basic speed. I'd imagine it's Tom's turn to take on a Guinness attempt, right? So there you go, Tom. You've been called out. That, I'll so be I honest. To, uh, so, uh, so something like that, without any disrespect, you know, I think of it as a waste of time and offensive. <laughs> Honestly, what a waste of time to do that. Like, I, again, I don't want to demean people who do that sort of thing. When, I'm, when we're old so, and we're hung up, and you and I are sat having a beer, I'm much more interested in the time that I've run than what I've done in a pair of welly boots. Like, and well, I see, I, he, he goes on further. Dunlop, pure fort are my racing welly of choice. Although sailing wellies, if admissible, would be more flexible. 
obvious issues are moisture buildup, cushioning and chaffing on the calves. I'd recommend some sorbethane insoles and compression socks to minimize the hurt. So, Tommy, he's giving you all this advice and you're not going to take him up on it. No, I'm not going to take him up on that. I would, <laughs> I, I would write, because I honestly think, surely the running community are more impressed with an athletics uh, achievement than anything else. You know, when I was about 10, we did a, we did a jelly welly walk for charity and we walked like two or three miles with, je- with welly boots full of jelly. I've got more respect. I've got, I've, honestly, I got more out of that than I would do running a marathon welly boots because it would be like, a, say, say you ran amazing, you ran something like 250, which would be impressive. What do you do with that? I mean, what do you, you tell do with your that? Grandkids, you, you're a world record holder in your wellies. Ah, I think it'd be quite funny. Imagine running a marathon in your wellies. Ooh, cha. It would be horrendous. And talking in the same um, in the same sort of theme, did you see somebody broke the world record for a mile running backwards? I saw that, and it was bloody quick, wasn't it? It was like five and a half minutes. Yeah, five thirty. <laughs> Ridiculous. Right, listeners, listeners, I want you all to go and run backwards and tell us your mile time, because that is like I, I don't even think I can run a nine minute mile going backwards. How on earth can you develop that speed running backwards? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's crazy. But yeah. I, it, it's, it, don't get me wrong. I'm, I think it's really impressive. But again, it's like that's someone who's not quick enough to do a world record in a proper mile. Let's be honest. It's an obscure record that someone's gone for. If that guy was quick enough to run, if he was quick enough to be good at, at running a standard mile, we know about him. I don't, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> like that, that, that's what I, with some of these things, I kind of. I don't know. I, I'm impressed because it's, I, I don't know. I, all right, to put it this way, I'd love to take someone like, I don't know, say, who's the world record holder for the mile? Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, the mile. Uh, El Garouge. El Garouge, that's it. I Take him in his prime. What would he have run a mile backwards in? <laughs> that was, you know, like that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He'd probably fall over. You know, he's 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 meant to. He only trains one in one plane, and that's well to go forwards, not back. What would Kipchoge? What would Kipchoge? What would Kipchoge on a marathon in a pair of welly boots? <laughs> a pair of welly boots with a carbon plate in the bottom. To be fair, he probably does run in welly. He probably used to run in welly boots. Yeah, I mean, do you know, I one. I don't know. I I'm 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 keen at some stage to do something something big, but. Um, I just think like, you know, again, I've got so much, I've got things I want to do at the, I want to get my, my, my PBs down. I've got, uh, I've got busy, I've got, I've got work to take care of there. That's the, exactly. the interest well, there. Cause I mean, again, no disrespect. I could run a, I can run a marathon, a pair of welly boots and I'm 50, but I'm pretty sure I won't be able to run two, two twenty five when I'm that age, you know? Unless you're that Tommy Hughes boy, you know? Yeah. He's a, he's an absolute machine, isn't he? The old Tommy, you know, you need to. Did he not break another record shit. recently? Ah, I, I think he got the the Irish record or something for the five k in sixteen forty something. Something like that, yeah. I'll see Mental. I but anyway, talking about Tommy, how's uh, how how are you doing? Like, tell us about me, because I I was quite selfish last week. Um, I never really spoke about your training. So, tell us where where the hell are you? How's things going? Uh, so things are going well. Uh, for so I'm racing this weekend, which is cool. So I've, uh, I'm racing the. We'll come to it. We're going to do a race preview tonight. I've been going through the field, the Andrew Coast Half Marathon, which is looking absolutely loaded, which is cool. Um, training wise, I've had, I'm on a really good block at the moment. I've had some. I'm running like between two twenty five and two twenty seven pace marathon pace miles. I'm and I'm feeling nice. good about it. So I feel really good. Um, the only and I'm, my mileage is good. The only thing is, since Friday, my knee's been giving me a bit of chip. That bloody old knee again, and same one. it's almost the same one. It's almost like it knows that I've got a taper coming up. So I sort of nursed it through a session on Saturday. Maybe I think it felt not too bad. Um, and then Monday, Tuesday this week, though, it's just been really achy. So I've got uh, I've hit the panic button. I'm seeing a physio tomorrow um, to hopefully get it sorted. I was on the treadmill tonight because I I think with cadence, higher cadence is better. I think it's lazy form. I think my I said, I moaned in here a few weeks ago that I had a sore glute, and I wonder whether there's been a bit of um, sort of uh, compensating subconsciously to that's that's meant the knees getting a bit more loaded or something. So, anyway, I'm hoping that I've caught it early enough because it's not like it was at Amsterdam where it was like 
I ran through it. I'm hoping I've caught it early enough. Um, so okay. I'm now in this position where I've kind of backed off this week. I don't. Want, I really want to race on Saturday because this Saturday I know I've got a race, which is great. We'll come to Antrim. Wrexham is three weeks on Saturday. Now, I'm not... Three weeks, yeah, so it's not far away. Uh, although I yeah. feel really good about Wrexham fit, in terms of my own fitness, the way the country's going in events and whatnot, and Wales, the Welsh Athletics cancelled the uh, British Cross Challenge in Cardiff that's coming up. So I, I'm kind of... I really hope Wrexham goes ahead, and you know, big shout out to the Run Cheshire team who are who are making that happen. But I'm because I'm slightly doubtful. I'm going to go all in this weekend. Really, yeah. see this is a big race this half. Try and get under seventy minutes, and uh, yeah, and we'll take it from there. Um, I mean, as, as I say, I feel like in good shape, and I will train until I hear otherwise. But Wrexham, but it's just a bit frustrating. This, and I know that there's a lot of listeners will will sympathise. I mean, I'm fortunate that I've got a race. I know I'm very lucky there, but. You know, we, we just see the races, the race situation now after Valencia got cancelled this week. So Did it? I'm now, oh, yeah, no. so I've got so Valencia's definitely not happening, so I've got that in the bin. So actually this weekend might be it. That might be, you know, might be my year is this Saturday. So I'm sort of uh yeah, I need to I hopefully have a good run there. And then if Wrexham happens, great. But do you know what, mate? After Wrexham, I, I don't see I'm hearing murmurings that the cross country season's not gonna happen. We know that East District East League, sorry, is cancelled. Um, I really worry that we're that we might be that races are going to be hard to come by, which is quite a well, sad, depressing position. That is sad, isn't it? Uh, dear, so maybe dear. I do, maybe well, I do need to pick up a challenge. Maybe I do need to try and do something like uh, running your wellies, running my wellies, or or do uh, find an FKT. Well, you know this treadmill's kicking about, so <laughs> I'm. Uh, I think I'll. I think I. I'll pass on that, but I—I I mean, I'm. Do you know what? I'm open to do now something different. Like if I can, we'll see. Let's have a think about the next wee while, and if if the sure enough the season does go up in flames, let's work at doing something uh, a wee bit different. Um, I mean, if Wrexham, if Wrexham still doesn't, you know, it still happen. If it doesn't happen, you still got. If you go in all in this weekend, three weeks is still a good bit of time to recover. You know. Exactly. Absolutely. No, it's, it's so I. Do I you good. Exactly. So I feel really good about. I feel like I'm in good shape. I just need to get this knee sorted because, uh, you know, I'm I do feel in good shape. I just need to need to to make the line. And if Wrexham happens, you know, when we were in Cheshire last week, we went to the Wrexham course, had a look around it. It's a flat-ish, reasonably exposed but lapped country road. So the field there again, like it's maybe not stacked stacked at the front, but for someone like me, you know, that sub two thirty window, there's going to be a lot of people in there. So I think there's a there's a there's a good option, good opportunity to go fast. Oh, nice. I can't believe um, it's... Fingers crossed, then, you know? I know. You have to get your mask on at the start of the race, no doubt, and then take Absolutely. it with you. Exactly. <laughs> so this week, maybe that might be a, maybe a, a decent way to come on to... Uh, actually, yeah, let's go. Let's jump on to the, the, the Antrim preview now, because actually what's cool about that is that the Antrim... And again, I am very aware that I'm, that I'm lucky that I've got this because Antrim is now not a... There's no mass field. It's an elite field only. And the field is like... It's pretty it's pretty slim. But as, a, as my first experience in what is a... Again, I say it with, with quotation marks, an elite field. Um, it's... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm man. So what's interesting... So there's a few things I want to just... Just to keep just to give people, you know, reassurance that the guys at Antrim are doing a very good job and a very, you know, they're taking it seriously and not, not just recklessly putting on a race. So what have I had to do? We had to get a COVID test on the weekend. You have to have a COVID test, I think it's within a week or a week t- or 10 days of the event, and you need to send that to the organisers. So we had a test on Sunday, uh, negative, <laughs> you'll be pleased to know, and we've sent that <laughs> on to the, onto the organiser. And then on the day, there's like, it's um, so... There's a shuttle service from the hotel where everyone's staying to the race. So they've brought the race forward. So it's an 8 o'clock start for the women's race. And there's a call room at 7.40 with a, with a shuttle that takes them to the race. The men's race is at 8.30 now. So there's a, a, about 15 minutes out, there's a shuttle that takes them. And then one minute after, there's an elite men's B race, which I'm in. So there's another shuttle for that. So it's all socially distanced. Um, when you they've got a bunch of uh, things about when you finish moving moving through the uh, area there's no hanging around there's no contact there's it's really 
I think they've done a pretty good job in in making a big a big field happen, a big race sorry, happen, but also yeah. making sure that it, it is in um, you know it's COVID secure. So kudos to them for that, and I hope I really do hope we see more races doing things like that. In terms of the field, though, and that's what I really want to cover tonight because I spent a bit of, bit of time um, just before we came on geeking out on the on the field. Now I'm going to go. Let me start on the. I'm going to go through the field, and then you can give a kind of your insights hearing this about who you think, who your kind of prediction would be for this, right? So, okay. starting off in the women's field, I'm going to give you their half marathon. I'll give you their half marathon PB just as a kind of. Uh, you'll know the names. I've got all the times. Let's go half marathon. So women's race: Gemma Stuhl, who's a sixty-eight thirteen girl; Lily Partridge, seventy thirty-one. Ali Dixon, seventy thirty eight. Gerda Steen, who I don't, I, I know who she is, but I, she's not a part of the athlete, so I can't find her. Sam Harrison, seventy oh one, which was at the big half this year. Steph Davis, TRS interviewee, seventy one fifteen, who that was a big half this year as well. Anne Marie McGlynn, seventy two twelve. Clara Evan, seventy two twenty nine. Lucy Reed, seventy two forty nine. Fiona Bryan, seventy four twenty three. Becky yeah. Briggs, seventy four thirty four. Gladys Daniel, 75.08. Jessica Craig, 76.12. Nina Griffiths, 76.21. Kirsty Longley, 76.34. Catherine Morisky, uh, 116.52. Sarah Lavery, 117.10. Claire Bruce, 118.27. Avril Mason, 119.05. Kira Toner, 119.36. Jeannie Baran, 120.05. Then we've got two debutants, Kira Hickey, who I don't have a time for, and Holly Archer, who has run a 33.27 10K. So that's a pretty, it's a pretty Sorry. loaded women's field. You know, you've got uh, how many under, bear in mind, 75 minutes is the qualifying time for the world half champs. You've got uh, 10 women who've got that or faster. Wow, that's a stacked field, eh? Now, uh, we know Gemma Steele's time is a little bit out of date, to be fair. I'm not sure she's quite in that form. But Lily Partridge, Sam Harrison, Steph Davis, Ucha. Fiona Bryan. Fiona Bryan, yeah. Well, I'm gonna. In terms of the winner, I think Steph Davis is the. I mean, her her on paper nice. seventy one fifteen. She's a two twenty six runner, so I can. I'd imagine that time is up is up for re, re, renewal or review. I think, um, I think you're right. So I, I'm going to say Steph Davis if she's in the form that she was in uh, earlier in the season or last year, then my my money's on Steph Davis. Nice. Lily Partridge as well, second. Um, and uh, Gemma Steele, I think she'll get a podium. And I think Fiona, nice. I, think, I think Fiona might get a top five. Nice. If she's, if she's, in, good, if she's in good form. Because um, you don't know who else is running well. Some people will be in absolute dynamite shape or they'll be meh. They'll, they'll, they'll just be going to do a race. Um, so there's a, a lot of, of kind of external factors out there, I'd imagine. But yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go for Fiona in the, the top five. If she's, you know, nice. fingers crossed, she's, she's doing okay. Um, and, you know what's uh, cool? It's, it's cool that there's a good Scottish, I mean, contingent. Fiona, Claire, Avril and, and, and Ginny all running. Is, that's really cool to see that. Um, right, let me take you through the men's race then, and you can give us your picks on that. This one is ridiculous, mate. Absolutely ridiculous. Right, I want to know what's your pick. What's your pick? My pick, I think, oof, I would love to see Steph win it. I, I think I'm going to go Lily Partridge, Steph, then Sam Harrison. Okay, okay. I think Sam Harrison. Uh, I think Fiona, I think she'll... I think I think Fiona will PB. I'll put that. Yeah. In there. I'm not. I think the. I think yeah. I'm gonna go, yeah PB. I'll put that. That's where I'm at. But I think that'll be my top three. Um, in the men's race, right? So Mo Farah, sub sixty minutes, man. Straight off the bat, Jeez. there we go. Let, lead with him. Ben Connor, sixty-one, uh, eleven. Scott Overall, sixty-one twenty-five. Mick McCormick, Nick McCormick, sixty-two forty-four. And then there's a few guys who I don't actually have. Um, I don't actually have a a, a time for. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's Garrow, Sean Tobin. Then we've got Mark Scott, who we don't have a half for. It's a debut, but he's got 28, 32, 10k to his name, and he's been greasing really? over five k. Yeah, Adam wow. Craig, also twenty eight, thirty two man making his debut. So really keen to see how Adam goes. TRS uh, interview. 
Josh yeah. Griffiths, 6333. Stephen Scullion, 6316. Uh, Kevin Seward, 6339. Frank Baddock, 6354. Josh Lund, 6425. Kevin Dooney, I don't have a time for. Josh Grace, 6427. Adam Hickey, 6441. Murray Kenny Wilson, 6455 at Lossy this year. Tommy Hughes, I think that's junior. <laughs> Who's Tommy in the Hughes. Field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ross Skelton, 65-11. Tom Evans, 65-21. Who is in... He's at Tom's... You know, his range is crazy. It's good to see him in there. Yeah. Um, and then Ben Johnson, 65-22. That's the names I've got. In the, and I won't, wow. I won't give you the B race. <laughs> is that the A... The... That's the A race. Jeez, that's the A race. Jesus. That's the A race. So I'm giving these boys a minute head start. My God. It's crazy, isn't it? It's, it's, mental. Like a, it's mental. So just so but in terms of... If you, stronger than some of them. So uh, for me, um, you know, just naming some of those names, Nick McCormick, Mo Farah for the win. Clearly Mo. There's no one else unless he... Yeah, uh, sure. Unless he's got COVID and you can't race. Uh, Nick McCormack, Ben Corner, I think you might get a pro. Nick McCormack, I don't think he's in his... Good a shape as he maybe was in the past. Uh, I'm going to go for Mo. Then I'm going nice. to go for Stephen Scullion. And then Ooh, I'm going to go for Tom Evans. Nice. Tom Evans, I, I like it. Ah, uh, Mark Scott. I think Tom, he's, I, got, he's got a 1340 to his name for the 5K in, his, in, in the specialties, the distance. He's been in the GB yeah. cross-country team. He's, uh, he's shown pedigree over ultras. So surely in, the, the, in, the, in between this pedigree for a half marathon, a really fast half marathon. Uh, so yeah, but Mark Scott, I mean, I just don't know what he's like over half. I think he's got the speed. I'm just not sure if he would have the, the endurance for, for an hour or so, you know. I, I think I I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I think Mark Scott is a real dark horse. I, uh, yeah, really difficult one to call. I, I think I'm with you on Mo for the win. I think... Uh, it's difficult. It's really, it's really tough. Uh, if I was betting, I would be. If it was money on this, it'd be difficult. I'm going to go Mo for the win. Ben Connor second, and then I'm going to go Mark Scott third. But I'm going to put in. I'm going to put uh, Adam Craig in top five as well. I think he'll have a strong is, debut. I think he, he'll go sub. I think he'll go sub sixty four for sure. Yeah, for sure. What do you think the winning um, time's going to be? So that's interesting, actually. There's a bit of money up for this. There's a, there is, let me get the, the elite information up. So bear in mind that, let me get this up. So it's a grand for the win, up for both male and women. So it's big money on here. Um, the yeah. all-comers record, the Irish all-comers record is 62-29 men and 72-26 women. So there's a lot of people on the field who have raced that already. So there's 500 quid up for each of those. I suspect that will go without a doubt. I think you might see Mo run like 60 and change. I, don't, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll come on to the news. We broke the world record on Friday for the, for the hour. He looks in good neck. I, I reckon he'll go, I, I reckon we'll go 60, pretty much 60 flat. And then the women's race, I think will be won in about uh, 69 minutes. What yeah. do you reckon? I, th- I think the, the women's race will be about 69. Uh, men's race, I think it's going to be 61. 60, 50, low 61s. And right, do you know, and if that wasn't good enough, um, indulge me because I'm in the field. I'm going to go through the men's B race as well, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna, I won't go through them all by times, but there's the guys, I mean, you've got the fastest guy in the field on paper is a guy, so Ross Braden, who's got a 67.50 half to his name. He leads the B field. And then you've got guys like Declan Reed at 107 uh, high, you know, Paul Rogers, Chris Madden, Craig Simpson, Sean Chammers, Inverness Harriers, he's, he's oh, coming down. He's stepping up. He's stepping up. Sean, of course, a 30, 40, 10K man, so he's got time. Uh, James Donald, I have to laugh. James has got a half. It's obviously a jog against his name at 111.54, which is technically slower than me. So he's behind me in the, in the start, <laughs> despite the fact he's a sub-30, 10K guy. So I think he'll, <laughs> I think he'll correct that time. Um, yeah. We've got listener to the show, Colin Whitby, lining up. Um, so really cool so there's I mean in the men's B race as I say there's like 24 guys all sub all sub 75 minutes so it's a pretty you know it's a pretty solid field and we're only a minute back so I, you know I'm hoping to 
I'll put it out there. I'm hoping to go under 70 minutes. I think it's a bit of a stretch, but I'm going to go out there. And the good thing is, there's some of the guys that the there's 67 and 68 minute guys in the yeah. A and B field who might, if they're not on a good day, hopefully they'll come back. So yeah. So wow. there you go. That's the that's the Antrim Coast Half. There is so for you, mate, and any listeners, there is if you go, go on Facebook, look up the Antrim Coast Half. There's a there is a, a a live feed on Saturday morning from eight o'clock showing you the race, which is cool. And and I'm we're going over on Friday. We're taking the ferry on Friday, and I'm hope there's a bit of a there's a bus. They're taking all the elites out on the bus on the course on Friday night. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm I've been speaking big shout out to James McElroy. We're going to get him back on at some point. Mm-hmm. So on Friday, I'm keep your eyes on the Facebook feed. I may be doing a bit of live Facebooking from the bus. Hopefully, we might get some time with Mo on the bus. And, yes. uh, so, so <laughs> listeners, if you've got any questions for Mo, I mean, the leading question is, of course, you know, what was it like training with Jamie Crow at Altitude this summer? So, <laughs> if you've got any other questions you would like to Mo Afar to answer, that that are let's be to be fair to the guy above board. Send them our way, and we'll we'll try and get them if we can get yes. some time in them. I think it might be difficult. Oh, I'd be brilliant. So you're taking your blue, your snowball out with you, yeah? Your laptop, I'm, I'm your snowball. I'm, I'm going to try. <laughs> I've, got, I've downloaded a couple of mobile apps that I can use to record. Um, but you know, there's a there's an after there's a there's an event on the there's a dinner on the Saturday night. It will be social distancing, of course. But there's there's a dinner on the Saturday night for the elites which we're attending. Um, and looking oh. forward to hopefully getting some chat off some of these guys. Uh, as I say, we've got like say Kenny Wilson and Adam Craig or, or TRS interviewees of past, and we've got um, yeah. So uh, it'd be great to catch up with James and Sean as well. Get a bit of the Scottish and Colin, of course, a bit of a Scottish contingent. So yeah, looking forward oh. to it. Mate. I'm just glad you're not it's running. Brilliant. I'm 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 gutted now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my one four and a half mile, and I'm I'm itching I'm itching at the bit to get back on it. You know. You should have come and just jog and just you just jogged it and been there for the 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 bands. The booze and the the well, I don't even <laughs> the booze and the bands, beers and the bands. <laughs> I don't think there'll be much booze happening. But. No. Anyway, oh, so true. that so that is Antrim. So uh, yeah, so listeners, um, fingers crossed. Hopefully next week we've got a bit of uh, we've got a bit of chat about that. Now that's well, quite well, a good way. Just make sure that you you check out the Facebook feeds, the socials, and yeah, you've got another event to. For us to keep you entertained, hopefully. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Actually, uh, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it's uh, because it's not quite as painful as Kyle. I mean, it's only seven. It's only sixteen hours and fifty minutes less. <laughs> oh me. So so yeah. Well, well. Good luck with that. Good luck to the Scottish runners taking taking part in it as well, and and everyone else who listens. Um, and yeah, in, in terms of other sort of races that have, have been happening. Um, there's been a few bits coming into play recently, hasn't there, Tommy? We've had... There has. So we had the we had, a, we had an event in Aberdeen on the weekend, which was which was good to see. We did. So do let's reveal some of the results, will we? If I can let's find it. Uh, oh, it's, it's it's back to last year. What, what was like last year? Looking for results, not finding. So, them. I know. Yeah. What are these <laughs> results? These things that we've never seen. Oh. So actually, there's a few different races at the um, at the uh, the the Aberdeen event in terms of the 5,000. Um, oh, blame me. You're right, Carl. This is a, a bit of a dodgy uh, a dodgy link. Let me it's, open uh, this Janet Nixon. It's her, her uh, divisional results. I've got, I've got the 800s, but let's, I'll, 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 while you find the 5K, we, we'll, we'll chat about some of the 800 results. Um, I think looking at the, the sort of quickest on the day was... Um, was Kai, that was the heats, the finals were Kai Crawford, Jack Keithwood, Lachlan Buchanan, 201, 202, 204. Um, it's not separated in terms of gender, I don't, as far as I know. Um, let me check. Mixed, yeah, it's all, all mixed, really. So, um, yeah, can't really tell you much more about, about the results than that. But what I will say is if you go into, we'll send you a link on the show notes, it's janetnixon.info. Um, and it's uh, forward slash Scottish forward slash 2020 forward slash Nat Open 5. So if you do want to find the link, you can find it there too. Um, I'm struggling to find the 5K so, results. Well, so I've just, put, I've just put the link in the notes there. So you can see that. So sorry, that's my bad. I put the wrong link in there. So actually, yeah, we got, they've now got the open graded uh, 5,000 from Saturday, which was a win for Freddie Carcass and Ray C in 1424. 
Michael Ferguson, Aberdeen AAC in second in 14-24. So it was 14-24-13 for Freddie and uh, obviously edging Michael in the sprint finish was 14-24-53. And third was Cami Russell Strachan, Metro Aberdeen in 14-36-46. Uh, uh, that's an interesting field. I don't know what you, what you make of the results uh, there, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, a, a good, a great win for Freddie Carcass. Uh, also, a good run for Michael Ferguson as well, fourteen twenty four. Um, you know, Cameron getting a, a top three there. It's a really strong field. I think I saw, you know, I saw a couple of other quick guys. Uh, my, well, Miles, uh, I think he 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 pulled out. He was looking okay. Uh, hopefully, he's fine. Dougie Selman was there too. But you know, you've got. Max Malive, Aidan Thompson, Christian Graham, Sean Chalmers, Alex Carcass, Joe Arthur, uh, all nine running sub-15 for, for a track race, which is pretty quick, to be honest. Um, but yeah, there's the standard in terms of uh, racing at the moment is just sky high, even though there's very few races. So, oh, it's exactly. good to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just talking about some of the, the, the sort of women's event, you know, it's all mixed, so we, we can't really give you the top three, but, you know, wading through the results, a great run from Megan Keith from Inverness Harriers. Uh, you know, she's still, still a junior, and she just ran a 16.50 5K, which is pretty, pretty amazing, to be honest. Um, also, Rebecca Johnson, Edinburgh University, 16.52, so a really great run from her as well, and... Uh, Constance Nankerville as well uh, from Edinburgh Uni, 17 and a half minutes. So some quick runs from some of the, the girls as well. Absolutely. Uh, it's, yeah, it's good. It's just great to see, see on social media feeds, pictures starting to come back of people on tracks. And yeah, good on Aberdeen for putting that 5,000 on. Had I not been, I'm sure had I not been lining up a race and you had not been buggered from your treadmill challenge, we would have both been looking to line up. And uh, we also had the, the Larry Grew as well, but again, I'm, I'm really struggling to find results, folks. So, um, so kind of all, all I really know. Yeah. Do you know anything about it, Tommy? All I know is that Robbie Simpson won it in about 3.03 and he went the wrong way. He went the wrong way? Jesus. Where did he, how did he go the wrong way? What, what happened? I think well, I don't know. I I don't know. I know that he um. I just you know I know that he took a bit of the wrong turn, but managed to correct it and catch our man Jason Kelly to to take the win. But I mean, good 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 run. For, I mean, that's a strong run from Robbie, considering he's taking the wrong way uh, and running a fair bit. Of course, um, it's also a good run from Jason Kelly, who I don't have results, but I know from. I think he ran three oh seven. I think. I think so. Yeah, I've got I've got some information here from uh, Fraser Klein from his article in the Press and Journal. Um, so yeah, he obviously he won the Larry Grew navigation navigational. I think he was obviously going to go and try and you know give give the course record a crack, but obviously that kind of scuppered hopes. Um, yet yeah, uh, I think it was three or three. Um, I think it was about oh god, what was it? It was. Uh, Within the first four miles, he then, you know, not long before that, he went astray. And by the time he got back on track, Jason was leading. Uh, he'd been, Simpson quotes, I'd been running for about six miles before I saw him and he took me in, until nearly 16 miles to catch up. Uh, I was annoyed that having gone the wrong way and probably ran too hard to get back onto the course. Um, so, yeah, the record's held by two, my strain. I listened to the show as well, 258. Uh, it's just a quick, you know, over that rocks and the Larry Goo, it's a cracking time. Um, and then we had Bankery's Mark Mus Musgrove was third in 310. So that's a great time for Mark, you know, from, from Bankery's. Mm. Uh, you know, any, any of that time, sub 315 is, oh, is a quick is time. Quick. So, uh, the women's event race, we had. Dumblaine based uh, Fanny Garuko won the women's race 334 24, uh, just outside Lucy Coughlin's record. And uh, Holly Orr was second. And also Georgia's Georgia Tinley, uh, who I think she might have lost her bearings as well. So a really strong field for uh, su such a, you know, the, a local event up north, anyway, Tommy. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's again they had to do some some be a bit creative with their physical distancing and to make the race happen. I understand they had waves. I don't know what the waves, the timing or the gap between the waves were, but I know that Robbie and Jason were out last, so there's you're they obviously would have been passing runners as well, which adds a little bit of 
complexity on what is quite a narrow trail. So, uh, yeah, really great to see another another race coming back. So it felt like a pretty of a more of a normal weekend with a track event and a, a hill race on the weekend there. I know it's, uh, it's hopefully it, it, things continue this upward trend, Tommy. So there's two more things just to cover in a kind of news. This God, this is like this is like being back in 2019. <laughs> what is this? Back in the so go, back a, in the olden days. <laughs> exactly. So it was British. It was British champion, the British champs as well on the track in Manchester. Uh, rather than go through all the results in detail, we'll just give a bit of a shout out to the the Scottish athletes, which are which really comes down to uh, Jake White and Neil Gurley. Uh, Jake winning uh, silver and uh, a silver for Neil as well on the eight and fifteen hundred. Um, I think both of whom you could would on a different day would have would have, would have been expecting a win, but um, I saw the highlights. It was some pretty competitive racing. Great to see that. Great to see that event go ahead. I also saw. Uh, you know, I think Jake would have been quite disappointed with his run, um, but he Jake did, did a race in the Strava, I think it was. Um, I saw that. Yeah. He ended up getting a, a, a 800 meter PB for a 1500 meter boy, uh, mm. 144.19 or something like that. So what? It was a, last what night, wasn't it? What's that? That was last night, wasn't it? Yeah, just last, last night. That's right. Uh, the Golden Spike meet they call it in Czech Republic. Ah, that's right. Uh, but also, what you know, I'm jumping about here. But while I'm on that, we had Lauren Muir running too. Uh, I think she she also ended up winning the run. I'm not sure what our time was, but uh, ah, here we go, 158.84. So uh, another fine run nice. from, from Laura. She's in, certainly in dynamite shape at the moment, eh? Indeed, yeah. It's just uh, hopefully that can continue on through to, to next year. Right, and the last thing we've got for the track is on Friday night last week, uh, the, my uh, rival for the weekend, Mo Farah, he broke the, <laughs> the one-hour world record uh, at the Diamond League meet in Brussels. So the, the record was held previously by uh, Haile Gebrselassie, who set it in 2007, and he ran 21.285 metres on the, on the track in an hour. Uh, so Mo was going for that. And for the listeners who didn't watch, what was really cool is two things. So Mo had, there was a dot, there was the world record pace dots going around the track, right? But also on the TV, they had an like using augmented reality. They had Geber Selassie himself, or or a computer version of him, running around at, at his the pace he ran. So you could see I joined about half an hour in, and Mo was about well maybe about fifty meters or so back from the world record pace. And I thought this is going nowhere, but fair enough. He reeled it in, and he was running with his training uh, mate uh, Abdi Bashir, and Abdi went off at about 55 minutes and you thought we've got a race on the go here and Abdi goes yeah. off the front and you think he's going to take it in anyway eventually Mo goes past him classic Mo Farah big kick finish kept going and uh, takes the world record in 21.33 metres that's beyond that's 200 metres more than a half marathon uh, but what was interesting it turns out Abdi took the 20k world record en route to that oh really so that so I don't I assume that he they had an agreement that, Mo, that Abdi would go um, I mean, Mo says afterwards, at a certain point, with just 10 laps to go, it became tough. So I was happy that Bashir took the lead. Um, okay. I mean, that's an average, you know, that's 53 laps at 67 seconds a lap. Ah, nasty. It's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Um, so, yeah, but really cool think to about watch. It, though, like, think about it. Like, what's that? That's, I mean, Kipchoge ran sub two hours in a controlled manner on the. That sixty-minute laps, you know. Yeah, but I mean, on track. I mean, I thought I thought you of all people might have uh, might have sympathised with the with the dullness of a uh, of a repetitive uh, doing something <laughs> continuously. True, true. So uh, uh, yeah, pretty impressive. Did 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 Mo not also um? Did he not? He never heard the bell, so he kept running. Yeah, exactly. Which prompted a bunch of jokes about Mo not hearing the bell again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can't really, I mean, yeah, classic Mo. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he knows he goes, knows he, if you guys are going around the course the night before, hopefully you'll, you'll ken where he's going, eh? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, I, I see that he was out, apparently he's been, he's been putting a shout out to get paces for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
But I guess he wants to run fast. He wants someone to take him through halfway quickly. I don't know. I mean, what else would you want to pacer? So if there's any quick athletes who listen in, in and around the Larne area, you fancy pacing <laughs> more far to the first 5 or 10k on the weekend, then, yeah, give us, give us a shout. <laughs> You could just get like you know some of the local residents to all like do a hundred meters each, you know every yeah. hundred meters. <laughs> yeah, or just get a kid on a bike. Surely oh, that's a better way to do it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Jesus. Anyway, so yeah, well done, Mo. And to be fair, Mo, it's a legit world record. And what's quite interesting, actually, and this actually this is an interesting. We're jumping around a bit, but um, the new world athletics rules that mean you can't have a shoe stack above twenty-five mil. Uh, our road shoe above 25 mil on a track event meant that Mo had to wear spikes. I understand that Gibbous Lassie wore, from what the pundits were saying, had, actually wore a, a proper road shoe when he did it. So there's that, is that you could argue at disadvantage there. But also the lads who ran Aberdeen on the weekend were telling me that that 5,000, you know, Scottish athletics rightly so, are following World Athletics guidelines. So there's a couple of guys I know who were saying they would have liked to have worn like their road shoes, racing shoe for 5K, but they had to wear, uh, obviously had to wear spikes. So, it's interesting. These rule changes are starting to really, you know, um, bite now. So is that only for track events then? Or is it for a road too then? Uh, so track. So the road is still, is it 40 mil? The, the, so you can still get away with that. You can get away with that. So the track. So, and actually, do you know what's interesting? I also understand that for like 24 hour racing on a track, you will have to uh, adhere to that right. as well. Well, you'd have to wear a, a race. You could wear a road shoe, but it'd have to be a, a set less than twenty-five mils. So you're talking about you wouldn't be able to wear an X percent. Wow, that's a good shout, then. I yeah, mean, I so think it's, I, it's been a real course because if I used to do a twenty-four hour, I would have probably wanted to put on some. Well, not just me, but other people would have wanted to do that too. So at least it keeps it like very similar in terms of what the, the, the history has been and, and what people wear. But there's still performance benefits from a 25 mil shoe or, or spike, though, right? Yeah. That's, but, what's the, but you can what's even wear the, Pegasus. I mean... Right, you, what's could, the, you go. I was going to say that I guess the rule is... The rule is they're obviously, they're obviously very keen to clamp down on on like some of these uh, you know bigger stacks affecting races and whatnot. But I think on a track, they should have said it applies at like 1,500 and less. And yeah. you know, if and said that, yeah, What's it's, a I find it bonkers. Like a four percent net, a four percent. Is that like a is that a big stack? A four percent net. Four uh, percent is about thirty. I think it's. I, I'm. I think it's between thirty and thirty-five mils. So it's too big. Ah, oh, is it? Ah, oh, um, I mean, a Pegasus is bigger than that. I think. So you'd be talking about wearing like a Nike streak or something. Or, a, yeah, or a benefit. Benefit, you know, an Adios or something. Well, that's the thing. I've got the rule in front of me. Track events from 800 meters and above, including steeplechase, 25 mil. Now, what I, I guess will it will be interesting to see if the I was it IAU International Athletics and Ultra, or whatever it's called. Yeah. They basically, the world the ultra running bodies, if they're going to come out at some stage and say our races, we will not be adhering to world athletics rules on a track. You can wear whatever the hell you want, which is what what I think they should do, to be honest. Yeah, I mean you're you know that's anyway that's just that's just me because uh, if they want to maybe they just say you know to wear a plate if they're that desperate about it but they should uh, you know me I'm I'm personally a fan of technology but anyway so that's uh, I've lost track where we were yeah that was that we went from Mo on to this so the guess the crux of that is there's a bunch of cool things uh, cool things happening at the moment which is good oh there is um, and and something else that's potentially cool but I don't know how long this is going to last. Um, England Athletics just um, there was a statement saying that they're going to be taking bringing the parkruns back, eh? Yes. So they've said they target a return in by the end of October, and I've read through the COVID framework that Parkrun have got in, and it's I mean it's nothing. It's you know I don't think it's anything revolutionary. It's things like I think they're going to you know if you're handing out barcodes you need to have gloves on. If you're going to be scanning you need to have an app on your phone, which is cool. Mm-hmm. They're encouraging people to not you know obviously they'll have to socially distance. They might extend start finish areas to allow for that socially distancing. Um, but what I still I'm not quite clear on is and I really hope they come back. But Park Run, I know that they're saying oh it's great because we have a, a register of everyone who attends. But how can you get away? How can you get past that? 
thing of people who just turn up and run and then bugger off and don't scan. You know, I think that's, uh, personally, I don't see a problem with that, but I, I can see them facing issues with that if they, I mean, say there's a park run the first day at Aberdeen Beach, 400 people will show up, I think. Yeah, but also like in terms of the scan and if people were to like just not, you know, not scan, then it's the same as going to a restaurant. Not everyone will scan their barcode or the, the, the QR code, or they, they might just not bother, which is, it, it's almost, the onus has to come from, not from the, the parkrun officials. It's, it, if you want something like this to happen, you, you have to rely on people to not be dicks, you know, and, and yeah. follow the procedures. And it's the same with like, it's the same with opening a facility, like um, opening a gym, or you have to follow the rules. Like we can't wipe your own arse for you. You've got to wipe it yourself and you've got to wash your hands after, you know, uh-huh. that we, we, we're not going to do that for you. We'll give you the tools to do that, but it's up to you to make sure that you protect yourself and others. It's the same as I, park run, you know, we're I, in, a, I, in a great position where we can go and park, we can do these park runs and we're outdoors. So we, you can exactly. put your mask on at the start. You can put it on at the end. You can make sure that you're distanced from everyone else. Some of the park runs will be easier to run than others because of the location. There's less runners. Um, there's the, the 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 tracks are wider. Then it's it's yeah. eight in the morning. Maybe changing the time from half nine to six in the morning or seven in the morning, so that no one's about. Um, there's lots of different things well, that you yeah. can do. Um, but what, do you know what though? I I think that I mean obviously yeah we're you know that, you know we would like to see competitive races come back, but I think that and that that represents a relatively small population and I'm, I'm part of it and I really do hope they come back but I do I honestly believe that park run and that sort of accessibility to exercise and it's a shame that our nation needs it but we do need it I think that park run the park run will bring in park run back brings more health benefits than coronavirus risk in my opinion yeah I, I agree as well I think you know not just physical benefits but you know mental mental health yeah. as well exactly just Having something that's that's a community. It's, it's a community. It's a running community, and exactly. the, it, it, you can still have a running community without kissing each other, you know, and, and getting too close. You can you can still. It's again, it's up to everyone to make sure that they adhere to the social distancing rules. Um, yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I just don't. I really struggle to see how pubs can open and you can have gatherings, but you can't have a park run outside where. There's plenty. There's maybe not all park runs, but some park runs there's ample space to be able to socially distance. Uh, it just baffles me. Agreed. I think you're. I think you hit the nail on the head there. That you know, people need to be just use a bit of common sense. You know, that's uh, yeah. if, if people aren't going hugging and licking each other, then it'll, <laughs> be, uh, it'll all be good. Exactly. Well, uh, well, I'm gonna. We've got the the sort of COVID nineteen management system that the uh the park runs are using so we'll, we'll we'll share those that on the notes as well it's quite interesting mm-hmm. it's very long-winded but um it certainly gives you an idea of potentially what your park runs are going to look like and the measures in place for um mm-hmm. making sure everyone's going to be safe so we'll, we'll, we'll certainly set share that for you guys too what's next uh park run return Talking about parkrun return to a year ago, Tommy, we were in Chamonix. Remember that? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And uh, and there's no, you know, unfortunately this year there's there's no UTMB, but uh, you know, the Pau, your man Pau Capel was back at back, back at it again. Uh, so he was doing a solo um, attempt at a sub twenty hours for the the UTMB course, which I tell you what, that's 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 incredible. If, to, to run 20 hours when you look at what I ran. Um, but I'm, gonna sh- I'm also going to share the YouTube video with you. But if you look at the first few minutes, Tom, bloody hell, there's no social distancing there at all. Yeah. I mean, it's, as uh, I said, we, we talked about this before the show. It's like the Tour de France <laughs> at the moment up the mountains. It's all, yeah. It's mental. But anyway, we'll share. It's quite an inspiring video, though. Um, it, does, uh, it does make me want to you know, go back to the mountains and the trails and do something, something fancy again. Uh, but yeah, it's, I thought it was quite inspiring what, you know, him going back and, and doing something like a challenge like that. Uh, I thought that was quite, 
quite cool and quite innovative as well. Um, so a really good footage of it on on YouTube. So we'll share that with you folks. So what was uh, his, the, the so he, what was his previous? Because he was trying to break his own record. So his, he ran it twenty one seventeen, as you say. What was his? What's his record? He was trying to break. It's not like twenty hours and twenty or twenty hours and thirty. He wasn't far off it. Yeah, I can't find it. That's that is amazing to run that distance yeah. in that time. Apparently the conditions were brutal this year as well. I saw some stuff on Twitter, people saying probably for the best it was cancelled because it would have been it might have been cancelled. I think there was some seriously bad conditions, especially through the later on on Saturday. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know when you did it though, if it was like the Friday or the I'm not sure. Because mm. maybe he'd be yeah. okay, safe enough if he was on the Friday. You know, not others may may not have been as, as lucky, you know, the slower runners. Uh but hey ho. So yeah, I think other than that, Tommy, that that's uh, that's most of the the chat in terms of news, and I'm sure there's something we've missed, no doubt. But uh, is there anything else you think we've got? I don't think so. I don't think so. We've had a uh, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot. Great to see stuff coming back, and hopefully that's the the start of things to come. I see. In terms of upcoming races, there's, there's really we haven't really looked at things that are on. You know, on the radar, but um, but certainly, folks, if you do want to know, you know, I I encourage you to look at the the Scottish Athletics fixture list, uh, run ABC, but don't just look at the calendar. I would, you know, find out a little bit more about the events. Go on Facebook, see, you know, what the state the status is with some of these events if they're actually cancelled or if they're going to be going ahead, and um, and hopefully some of you guys might, all, you know, you'll all get a race at some point and. If, if not a race, uh, a challenge, a BHAG or a potential park run, eh? Indeed. I mean, uh, one thing we've, we do know, the Scottish Hill Running Champs is supposed to be taking place on Sunday the 20th of September. Entries are open for that. Uh, so, go, as Carl says, go to the Scottish Athletics website if you're interested in that. That's in Comrie this year. So, hopefully that can continue. Um, maybe if Wrexham, if Wrexham was cancelled, that might be one we can I can throw an entry in for. But anyway, Wrexham is going to remain on the upcoming race list. I'm confident of that. Confident of that. Absolutely. Well, other than that, Tom, I think we're you know we're all good for today and um, all, run of the week of, for the week. And on behalf of myself and the TRS listeners, I wish you the very best of luck for Saturday and. Your fine wife as well, and uh, all the other the Scottish contingent who are going down, and we really look forward to catching up on 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 the on the results and uh, and the developments, and uh, a we hopefully a wee cheeky chat with some of these uh, inspiring runners as well, your 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 Moes and your your Scullions and whoever else you manage to get a hold of, your Kip Kennys, and yeah. uh, it'll be it'll be great. So we'll uh, like I say, we'll we'll make sure that you guys get the feeds, you get all the information that you need to push Tommy to the sub-70 or as close to that as you can. Absolutely. Hopefully hopefully we can make it happen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks very much, Kyle. Much appreciated. So before, uh, before we head off then, who's our TRS run of the week? Oh, now you're talking. Well, I didn't get it last year, so last week. So I think <laughs> there's no one this, this week, so it must be. Ah, people are going to say do you, know, do you know what I'm going to say this, this week, Tommy? I keep calling you Tommy. Apologies. I've had two, two hazy Janes and I'm calling you Tommy <laughs> instead of Tom. I've noticed I've said it too many times. I'm going to give it to Jason Kelly. And the reason for that is, number one, um, he supported me and he was you know, at daft o'clock in the morning. Number two... He uh, is Larry Grutine coming second, um, you know, and uh, okay, Robbie went the wrong way, uh, but a 307, but his his transition from, I think the first time he did it, it was like four and a half hours or I can't remember the stats, but he's, the improvement that that man's made in the world of running is phenomenal, uh, especially in the ultra scene and, and even in the shorter distances. So, you know, I think he deserves a lot of credit. He's trained really hard during lockdown and, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing him, you know, tear up the, the ultra running circuit in the next, hopefully in the coming months and, and years, hopefully. I think that's a great show. And actually, because Jason's, even Jason's live guru last year was something crazy like, uh, um, 
317. I think it was, th- that's the number in my head. About I might that, be wrong, yeah. but that's really, you know, which was impressive enough in itself. And to be able to talk, take 10 minutes off that, it's amazing. Yeah, well done, Jason. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, it, and Tommy, I'm hoping you get the TRS run of the week next week. You know, the two <sighs> TRS sir. It's a big I, ask. But. Well, I think it's I think it's a next it's a big ask because that, there's a lot of people who could put in big performances next week. So if you get a um, subset, if you get a PB, if, well, I'm going to say because you didn't you didn't give me a two. I had to get a world <laughs> record to get that's why exactly. that's why it was it was sold to me as if you get a sub seventy, I'm going to name you TRS runner the oh, week next week. Blame me. That's a, that's an incentive. I mean. <laughs> To be fair, you did get it in the end. Uh, let's, 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 uh, we were just pulling your leg there. You, you did get the TRS. <laughs> the trophy's in the exactly. post. Oh, exactly. Uh, well, other than that, folks, um, if you do want to get in touch, um, you know, I've mentioned in, in the show before, I, I do, I am starting um, officially a running coaching and personal training business. So feel free to check out my website. It's trs-training.com. Uh, you can email me at kyle at trs-training.com dot com as well and uh, anything from training programs all the way up to uh, you know one to one PT sessions and uh, in, in running coaching as well and um, so yeah just give me a shout if there's anything that I can do to help with and uh, in terms of getting in contact with the, the the podcast you can yeah chat to us on Facebook uh, we're on Instagram and we're also on Twitter at Tartan Shorts. So, yeah, uh, and email is tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com as well, folks. So, so yeah, other awesome. than that, here's some of Ali McIver's tune, tunes, running tunes, to, to, to finish off your run. And that's a wrap.